Salty Republic. I am your host, Steven Jensen. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, where you may be listening from. Today is episode two of the After Action Review around the campfire. I have a really, really good buddy with me. It is currently fucking 3.12 a.m. in the morning right now recording this episode. Uh, my buddy that's going to be coming on, he is actually currently in in the country of South Korea. Uh, Chris, go ahead, come on in, introduce yourself, and uh, welcome to the show, man. What's going on, Steven? Dude, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's early as fuck, first of all. Yeah, I know. So and it's like 5 o'clock in the afternoon here. Yeah, fuck you. So go ahead and, you know, get your ass uh, back to the United States uh, anytime that you want so we can make this a little bit normal time. But anyway, go ahead and introduce yourself. Sorry. Uh, my name is Chris. I've spent the last eight years bouncing around uh, in the Air Force, fucking around, learning different shit. So... I don't know, looking at separating now. I should be actually coming back stateside mid-July. And then I'll start terminal leave. We're getting out. Yeah, fucking A, man. So, uh, Korea, let's let's talk about living abroad here, man, real quick. Because you got to think about it. Most most Americans don't ever get that, that opportunity unless they, you know... Are moving for their job or or in this case you work for the government uh kind of kind of explain to everybody or kind of describe what it's like to live in south korea uh in the atmosphere and, and the whole the whole fucking nine yards man so it's a it's definitely a huge culture shock getting over here it's uh you you'll see it right away like like people walk around with like their faces in their phones, like walking down like the middle of the street. Like half the time, I've never been like clunk the horn at somebody because they're walking down the middle of the road. Because their faces the in their really? A lot of the older people are very traditional, and a lot of the the younger people are more kind of more Americanized. And a lot of the stuff, the food's really good. Um, that's that's definitely what's a plus. Your, the food's good. And, uh, what's your What's cheap. your favorite, man? What's your favorite? Uh, so I can go with some kimbap or some, uh, I don't know. It just depends. Like Korean barbecue is really good over here. Especially like when you get out of like a lot of the, the major cities, like the little towns and stuff like that, the food is just completely different. So, uh, <laughs> first of all, what the fuck was the first thing you said? What was part? The food? The, what was it? Kimbra or Kim, Kimba? Kim, Kimba. What the fuck? So it's that? like. That it sounds, is that sounds seaweed, like dirty. That sounds like dirty with rice. balls, man. It's seaweed wrap with rice, and there's like either fish cakes, or you sometimes get like spam in there, which is like spam with ubi. And then you can also get it's like it's a, it'll be like cucumber, and there'll be like a like a radish in there, and eggs. It's really good. So my my girlfriend was stationed on Okinawa and does and she told me that Japan has like literally fucking vending machines for everything. Does does Korea kind of have like the same thing where you can just fucking walk up to a vending machine and just buy whatever? And like the major cities like in Seoul, yeah, they do. How how right. So how far you're what 
35, 40 minutes, maybe an hour from Seoul or more? Uh, about an hour, hour and a half, depending on traffic. Yeah. Like I went up to Seoul the other day to get a tattoo. Yeah, fuck it. I went up to Seoul the other day to get a tattoo. And it took me like an hour, 15, hour 30 to get there. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> like, you know, for most people, I would imagine because most people currently really have never left the United States or lived outside of the United States. Going on vacation uh, outside of the United States doesn't really count as living in it. But how would would you would you besides obviously being a different language and stuff like that would it be comparable to like living in the united states just obviously the culture is a little bit different the food's different uh the scenery is quite different but you know you get up you go to work every day that that kind of shit you you know what i mean yeah it's very comparable i would say um like most of Korea is a really like a nine to five place. People don't get up early unless they're like uh, like sleeping the streets or like picking up garbage and stuff like that. That's the only people that are up early. Like you're talking, people don't like get out of bed. Like they don't even have breakfast like places here. Like that's the crazy part. When I first got here, I was like, "Fuck, I'm hungry. I want some breakfast." Oh fuck! Nope. Nope. No Hardee's. No Wendy's. No Chick Fil A. You gotta make it at the house. Oh my fucking God, man. That would be, yeah. You know, it is actually funny. My, my girlfriend kind of said the same thing about living in Japan. Cause I was like, do they have like breakfast places? And she's like, they, it's, she was like, yes, but not really because they kind of eat all of the exact same shit. Uh, you know, ever you know, throughout the entire day, and I was like, "Oh my god!" You know, I'm not saying that. I mean, that's probably why I'm 100 percent Americanized. But uh, at the same time, you know, that's kind of that's fucking crazy. And I, and it's just like you just said. I'm sure it's crazy. You're like, God damn it, fucking IHOPs. There's no IHOPs within fucking, you know. Yeah. yeah, you're stuck at the house trying to make food. <laughs> but they got great brunch places. What the and fuck? A shit ton of coffee shops. Like coffee shops everywhere, and they have great pastries. Ooh. I do love me. Yeah, pastries. and the coffee's pretty good. You know, I have a I have a feeling that the that the coffee is like how it's really supposed to be made and it tastes like crack in a in a fucking cup. Yeah. I went to a a fucker, what, what, a botanical garden or whatever, and they grew their own coffee beans on like the site and like made it. And that it was just night and day difference from like American coffee to like here. No shit, dude. That's fucking crazy. But it's also yeah. kind of awesome at the same time. Uh, well, good shit. How, how long have you been over there now? Uh, let's see here 15, 16 months now. 16 months. So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, at least you're, you're you're coming. You're going to be coming back to the United States. What's name it? Name the one thing that you're most fucking excited about to have again. It's <laughs> Uh Really? <laughs> Pretty much Chick-fil-A and my dogs. Everything else that I can care less about. <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, don't get me wrong, especially during the summertime when they have that, uh, 
the peach milkshake. The fucking peach milkshake. Oh my <laughs> god, that is fucking cracked, dude. What the fuck? Yeah. You know, I'm telling you right there, that's that's one of those things that uh yes, thank you God for Chick-fil-A and your peach fucking shakes because dude, the first time I had that I was in Florida and I about shit my pants and I was like, the most amazing thing ever fucking created ever. Oh yeah, I know. Well shit, man. What uh all right, so what are you drinking? Cause I I ask everybody this. What do you what are you drinking tonight? Your time. Uh, Jim Beam and Coke. Mm. A fucking classic. Good on you. I'm drinking some vodka with actual watermelon in it. So I'm letting the natural juices soak into the vodka. There you go. And I see, I don't know if it's actually hydrating me or if it's dehydrating me. So is it just offset it? How does that, <laughs> how does this fucking work? But well, shit, man, that's good. What What are your plans when you uh, when you say it's uh, done and says you know fuck you military? What uh, What are your plans? Uh, I've been doing a few different options. Um, I got offered to join the bipolar uh, union out of my home state, and then probably going to continue buying up rental property too, and then fixing that up, and then letting my dad run the rental property business and i'm just gonna go be a dirty old pipe welder hey listen you know that's gonna pay pretty goddamn well you you realize that this country doesn't have enough fucking trade uh people or persons because i can't say people that's racist these days um dude that's gonna pay you a fuck ton of job you know a fuck ton of money that's good for you man yeah, because I think I was doing the research. They said by like twenty thirty, they're going to be short over like thirty thousand or forty five thousand welders across the United States. Isn't it, dude? And that's the thing. It's like, uh, and I've, I've talked to talked about it on you know a couple episodes and stuff like that. Where fucking, you know, we've got we've got these trades that you know uh, people don't want to go into because. God forbid if they have to do some actual hard fucking work and and you've got all these kids that want these tech jobs that they can work from home or sit behind a fucking desk and pick their nose, dude, and, and legitimately with a trade school, a trade, you're going to fucking be, you're going to be making like a hundred fucking grand easily within four years. Yeah. And it, Dude, like why and I'm not gonna be in debt. Exactly. Like why why in the fuck would you not want to go fucking uh you know do uh one of these schools? Like like I get it's hard work, but guess what? Hard work pays fucking off. It's not like slinging dick at a fucking you know, an office job and and letting every motherfucker and their mom uh, steal your ideas and shit by working in an office and, you know, listen to fucking crybabies because they had to come into the office today. Oh, my God. Because they didn't want to get COVID. You know what the next thing is going to be? It's going to be fucking monkeypox. No, I don't want to come into the office today. I don't want to get fucking monkeypox. You know, monkeypox is all just viral shedding. It's literally just shingles because people are getting... 
Now, do, do we want to put on the tinfoil hat here? Uh, dude, hey, man, this is the After Action Review. You fucking say what's on your mind, man. I don't give a shit. Because people are getting what is known as vaccine-induced AIDS. So people are popping positive for HIV and AIDS when they're getting tested. They're like, Because certain jobs you get like, yearly tested for. And certain people are popping positive after getting the COVID vaccine and coming positive for AIDS and HIV. So I saw I saw an article about that yesterday. I haven't had a chance to read it. Um, it's it, I'd be very very curious. I think there was actually a headline that I saw because a lot of the headlines that I get from are from the Daily Mail because I fucking hate American fucking media because it's it's re- legitimately biased. Where for the most part with the Daily Mail, it's not really biased. They really kind of call it like they fucking see it. Um, and I think, I think it's hilarious that they cover so much fucking uh, American, uh, you know, news, but at the same time, I mean, America is like a walking fucking reality TV show. So what, you know, what do you expect? Um, especially right now, look at, look at our governance and everything else. Um, yeah, dude, it's, (laughs) you know, I, I'm a, I'm gonna look more into it. I it is, you know, I go back and forth as far as trying to decide if I'm gonna cover monkeypox because I look at it like COVID. Like people are freaking out about it, and obviously the media is going ape shit about it. And I'm like, okay, it's it's really they're making a bigger deal out of it than what it actually is. You know what I mean? Kind of like what they did with fucking COVID. Like, don't get me wrong. People died from COVID and shit. But at the same time, it's like, Jesus Christ, grow a set of fucking balls and quit being a giant pussy and living in fear your entire goddamn life. Well, everybody just wants to get the free money, have somebody tell them what to do, and then just go on with their life. Well, that's that's no shit. That's for fucking sure, because... Holy fuck, dude. I I just, it, it baffles me and it baffles my mind just a little bit more. And, you know, even so, to, I'm sure, I'm sure you've already heard, you heard about the, the elementary school shooting yesterday in Texas. Uh, yeah, I was reading about that when I woke up this morning. Dude, man. So, of course, uh, you know, uh, everybody and their fucking mom is coming out as a goddamn weapons expert and... I've commented on a couple stories and I'm like, you know, uh, I've owned my guns for 16 years. Uh, actually, 15 years because you got to be 21 to, to own handguns. Um, you know, in the 15, because I mean, shit, I didn't actually buy my, I've owned my 300 blackout rifle for fucking almost almost eight years now and yeah. and i've owned my pistol for uh fuck actually just as just as long probably if not 10 years i would say between eight to 10 years i've owned my pistol now too uh and then my scar the same thing uh you know they it still hasn't jumped out of my out of out of the case and fucking shot anybody yet. Uh, but, but everyone seems to think that, you know, guns just randomly go off on themselves. 
uh, which it's, it's not a gun issue. It's a humanity issue. Like, oh, the yeah. gun laws have been the same for years. Like the guy broke how many countless laws? Yeah. And it's it's not the it's not the gun's fault. It's not the law's fault. Putting more laws in place aren't going to stop people that don't already obey the law. Oh, it, it's a it's a people issue. Oh yeah, dude, a hundred percent. And and he's fucking eighteen years old. Like, dude, when I was eighteen years old. I was dumb as fucking shit. And hell, even when I was 21, I was still dumb as shit. Granted, I joined the military, which was probably the smartest thing I ever did. Uh, but still, he's 18 years old. Like, what the fuck do you expect? And in, in given uh, all, the, all the bullshit, I'm sure that kid fucking sat at home during the pandemic uh you know fucking listen to everything and and anything that was coming out of the fucking media uh and and i've said this before i mean the the mental health problems that uh you know that are going to be created that we're going to start seeing and i mean honestly look at it now we're seeing it fucking now uh and 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 that was short uh that was honestly very short uh, but look at look at all the fucking mental health problems that we currently have now due to all these lockdowns and all this shit. And 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 the the funny thing is, I mean, I guess it's not really funny, but to me, it's funny in the sense of, dude, there were psychologists everywhere. There was people everywhere that was gonna call that that legitimately called this shit. Like people are losing their fucking minds now, you know. Because they believed everything that has come out of the media, whether it be Republican or Democrat, you know, whether it be CNN, MSNBC, ABC, or Fox News, etc., um, it, it's it's like like this was fucking called. What did people expect was going to fucking happen? And there were several people that said it was uncalled for too, and it wasn't going to do anything. Well, well, dude, of course. I mean, fuck, dude. Like any any reasonable person with a a sound sound science and medical understanding of what what COVID was, uh, you know, look. Most of the people that that perished due to COVID issues, you know, had a a bunch of of comorbidities that attributed to them. Uh, and, and honestly, a lot of, of several, a lot of overweight people lost their lives. And so to sit there and say or try to, uh, you know, sit there and say that, oh, obesity was not a, a major issue. They were just, you know, counting them as a, as a fucking number. Instead of looking at the actual medical issues that we, I mean, Amer- the United States is the fattest country in the fucking world. Besides, besides maybe some Pacific Islander countries, because that's accepted in their culture there. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, the United States is so unhealthy. It's unfucking real. And it, and, it, and here's the, here's the worst part about it is, and this is the part that drives me crazy. And I'm sure it drives a lot of medical uh, doctors, people that understand medicine to to a very intense degree, you've got the media that's that's essentially saying, "Oh, it's okay to be fat. It's the it's the new thing to be right. It's the new thing to be overweight. You know, you be you. Uh, 
motherfuckers, you're going to fucking die and develop even more issues. And, and that's the thing is, it's like, oh, you're being racist or you're, you know, you're being a overzealous asshole essentially no motherfuckers this is legitimate medical people and and science people are telling you you're going to die early because you think this is somehow fucking glorious because you're getting your five minutes of fame that that you're going to be okay no motherfuckers it develops so many medical issues and and people seem to dismiss that like it's okay to fucking vape because vaping is like the cool thing to do not really understanding that it actually makes your lungs worse than smoking uh because you're essentially huffing and in putting in household chemicals that you know it, it, you know vaping is honestly worse than fucking smoking cigarettes but because you know, there's been influencers and shit like that where people have said, oh, well, uh, you know, uh, vaping is so much better for you, man. It's just water vapor. Dude, you're inducing fucking pneumonia. I legitimately have seen a 23-year-old kid get get medically discharged from the military because he developed emphysema at the age of 23. Yes. From fucking vaping like 24-7. 23 fucking years old, man. Are you shitting me? Yet, Don't like old people that are like in their 60s from smoking get that? Yes, dude. Yes. That's what I'm saying. It's like, and, and, and that's the thing is like, you see, you know, billboards and shit like that in the anti-smoking campaigns that are, that are against vaping. And they should be, uh, I honestly think vaping should be illegal, uh, in the United States because dude, it's, it's, it's one thing to understand. It's one thing to smoke. You know, smoking, smoking and big tobacco has been around for fucking ages, you know? Okay. But to sit there and, and say, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, sitting there saying, I approve of smoking. I don't, I, I watched my father kill himself from smoking and I, and I love my father to death. I miss my father every single fucking day. But it's it's also one of those things that was the thing that they did during the time he was growing up. I mean, fuck, they used to smoke on fucking airplanes for fuck's sake. You know what I mean? They used uh, to smoke in hospitals. Yeah, dude. Like <laughs> smoke in doctors' offices. Like, nobody gave a shit. And and that's the thing is like I, you know. If, if someone wants to smoke, I, I'm not going to discredit them. I'm not going to sit there and, and badger them and tell them they're wrong. If that's what they want to do with their lives, that's fine. Um, you know, I, I do agree with like the smoking ordinances within businesses and restaurants and shit like that. I think that should 100% be outlawed. Uh, you know, if you, if you want to smoke, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm one of those guys that, you know, I grew up around my father smelling like smoke, dude. My clothes fucking reek, dude. And 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 I, I listen. I have nothing against smokers, but you you got to look at the long term health effects from it. But when it comes to vaping, dude, you will fuck yourself up so much faster vaping than you will fucking smoking cigarettes. 
and and that's no fucking joke but but you know the whole vaping campaign that's being pursued on on american kids and in the public is that the vape is a safer alternative to cigarettes it's just the new end thing oh dude you know you know i I, i've said this on and and i'm sure you'll definitely agree uh I, i i attribute it to fear of missing out because kids are so wrapped up in fucking you know, uh, TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and, and Twitter and everything else that, you know, it's a cool thing to do, right? Yeah. That's the sad part. And it, and it is a hundred percent. It's, it's the, you know, it's, it's the fucking, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm dipping right now. Cause I got to try to get some nicotine in me. Yeah, dipping's bad. I've been doing it for 10... Oh, wait. Yeah, we're at 10 years now. I've been dipping since since my first deployment in Afghanistan. Like, like legitimately dip dipping. Yeah, I know it's going to fuck me up. You, you know how many fucks I give? It keeps me from fucking killing people. So, it's like, it's like my Ativan uh, that costs, you know, anywhere between... 525 a can all the way up to almost you know seven eight dollars a can uh from killing people so <laughs> uh, uh you know it's one of those things but uh you know to get back to the point because sorry i went on a tangent there but you know going back to gun control where where in the fuck is is the uh, I, I just I guess I don't really understand the mentality and I'm sure you probably don't either in the fact that you know guns don't kill people it's the individuals that kill people you yeah know? 100% <laughs> but we got politicians and all these other places that have fully armed guards and everything else but our schools have what an SRO officer now, I think. So one cop. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it's usually the guy that's on the verge of retirement because you know, nothing is gonna is nothing is supposed to happen. So yeah, they supposed to uh, qualify on their weapons every single year, but he's usually a hundred pounds overweight and, uh, has never actually truly engaged anybody uh, with their weapon. And so uh, when they're under duress, um, they probably freak the fuck out. Um, and, and, and people wonder why, honestly. I mean, uh, the, the biggest thing I will say this, uh, and, and this has been said several times, especially since the Sandy Hook um uh, mass killing up there. What was it? 2012. I think that was, um, you got a lot of veterans that are looking for fucking jobs and, and guess what? There's a lot of veterans that know how to fucking smoke some other fucking people, uh, uh, that would wholeheartedly, roam those fucking grounds like a roving guard in the military uh that that would legitimately fuck up any person that kind of that tries to come on those grounds and and 
when when the fuck are states because it really comes back to states uh of essentially uh back to state rights when the fuck are are states going to wake up and realize these gun-free zones they don't work they are essentially walking targets waiting for shit like this to happen that's a that's a that's a good question but i don't think it falls on the state necessarily because you said the, the guy was 18 like okay so why didn't his parents teach him some morals and some values to begin with you and, know like and, and it really falls on the, no go ahead go ahead i'm sorry that falls on the, the home training like Parents aren't parenting their kids anymore. Like kids get in trouble at school, they blame the teacher when it's their little shit ass kid that's acting up and doesn't want to listen or is disrespectful. Like me growing up, oh hell no. I knew better than doing that. I knew if like I got in trouble at school, I was gonna get my ass fucking reamed at home. And then I'd have to go apologize to the teacher for acting like an ass. <laughs> Dude. But you're a hundred percent correct. Uh, I, I think there's a little bit of both to blame given the uh, current administration with all the bullshit that's going on in our schools. But, uh, you know, you're 100% correct. My mom would have whooped my fucking ass if I would have got out of, uh, you know, out of character, or out of ordinary. Listen, my ass is to go go to school to learn, to graduate school. Uh, and, and I tell you what, she would have whooped my fucking ass. Like there is no tomorrow. If I, if I went to school and was a giant asshole, there's no, there is, there is no doubt about that. So I, I do agree with that. I think, I think it really does start at home where parents need to take responsibility and say, Hey, motherfuckers, uh, you need to start watching what the fuck your kids are doing. Uh, and and granted, I'm, I get it. He was 18 years old, but he was also an 18 year old high school student, still in high school. Uh, so my guess is is that he was still living at home. And and it's funny because I actually saw a report this morning that the uh, killer's fucking parents were now suing the school uh, for not seeing the red flags uh motherfuckers that's like saying that that's literally a moot point in a court of law because yes while the school is kind of like a backup uh protection system for somebody that may have mental health issues especially as a child even though he was a legal adult uh, you're still the fucking parents. You're still legally responsible for that child. Yep. Uh, and and it's really like you, if you're going to be parents, if you're going to, uh, you know, bring children into this fucking world, which I'm going to talk about, I think on Monday about uh, these these fucking Karens that show up on TikTok talking about i don't want kids and i want to be sterilized um yeah by the way that's a real fucking thing Wait, uh, what it is dude uh so one of the reports that i saw uh there was so one of the reports i'm going to talk about probably on monday 
with the Medical Monday is there is a she is 24 asked to be sterilized uh, at the age of 24 because she did not want to bring kids into this world currently Uh, and and apparently was transitioning to be uh, a male and 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 this and that and then i also saw another report of this tiktoker uh that went off the fucking deep end about not bringing kids in this world because it's so fucked up and they're so worried about climate change and blah 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 uh that they don't want to bring kids in the world and i'm like all right uh they, listen you not wanting to bring kids in this world that's totally fine there's plenty of fucking kids out there that definitely need to be adopted and brought into good homes i'm not going to discourse that uh but you saying that an 18 year old at 18 years old is like me saying you know i'm going to be a fucking rock star at 18 years old the chances of that happening are literally one percent um if not less um because at 18 years old, your your brain is not fully developed. 25 is the scientific guideline for when a an adult brain is fully developed. Uh, and I don't know any fucking doctor on this planet that can legitimately sit there and say, I will sterilize a 18 to 25-year-old because... They're so worried about climate change and bringing children into this world that they're going to basically, uh, you know, go in and do a procedure that doesn't allow a woman to have a child. Because what what I've seen in the trend that happens is, you know, once you get past 25, once you get to an actual adult age, like 26, 27, 28, 30. You want to have kids because what what else meaning do you have in your life? Because granted, there are those people that, hey, I'm still in high school or I'm still in college. Let's party like we're fucking rock stars. Guess what? Your peers are not doing the, the same shit. Your peers do not want to go out and party 24-7. It just, it, it, it's, it's a... It's a thing that happens over time mentally with the brain because uh, I don't know if it's peer pressure or if it's social media, but what tends to happen and what I've seen is that people start seeing their friends getting married and having children and, and living very happy lives, you know, uh, and I'm not saying that bringing children into this life is is easy i have a i have a daughter of my own that i love dearly uh granted i don't get to see her all the time but i i fucking i would do anything in in the entire fucking world uh to help my daughter and you know that's one of those things like listen that is my spawn i created that i will fuck any person anybody up that dares you know uh try to uh uh, fuck her life up and 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 you've got these kids that have no goddamn clue about this shit and and so it really does come back to fucking parenting like like 
watch what the fuck your kids are doing. Yeah, they might be 18 years old and, and, and able to take care of themselves, but you still have to instill discipline and 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 morals uh, with that child even after they're 18 years old. You know, yeah. if, if you're going to let them leave the nest per se uh, and go off to college or or off to live their lives, you should still be, uh, you know, uh, helping that kid and, and telling them, hey, that's not the smartest fucking decision in the goddamn world, you know? Well. Well, once they, so how my father explained it was, you know, once you're out of the nest, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I kind of advise and I'll let you kind of make your own decisions. But he's like, at the end of the day, I mean, you're an adult. Whether you want to listen to the 50 plus years of experience or you want to figure it out on your own. Right. I'm just going to say, I told you so at the end of the day, if it doesn't work out for you. And, and and that's the fucking thing, man. Like, you know, you still have to be a parent even after the child leaves leaves the nest and, and becomes an adult in this fucking world. Uh, you know, I, I've wholeheartedly said I will love my daughter no matter what. Uh, but if she goes off and cr- commits a crime, guess what? The sad reflection is, is that you have to pay for that fucking crime, especially if you do it. Uh, with intention and malice, um, you know, I'm going to going to support her. I'm I'm going to try to uh, guide them or her, uh, him or her. And and the fact is, is that you get a lot of parents that once they turn eighteen, it's like, oh fuck this, I'm I'm done. My responsibility is done. You're still a fucking parent, you assholes. Guide your fucking children for fuck's sake. Be invested in what the hell they're doing. I mean, that's yeah. that's just that's just my fucking you know five cents on it. It's just one of those things. I I I don't understand today's uh, parenting. I really don't. I mean, I I and just like you said, and I've said, you know. Back then, my parents would have whooped my fucking ass if I stepped out of line and disrespected a fucking teacher uh, on 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 any on on anything. Now, there's nothing wrong with questioning a teacher uh, regarding information that they are saying. Uh, there is there is a proper way to do that, but who at at 16, 17, 18 years old uh, can do that responsibly? You know. Um, just it's, it's, it's mind baffling, but, um, what about you, man? What you got anything that, that, uh, you know, drives you insane? I mean, obviously you're, you're in Korea, so I don't know how up to date besides looking at the, the fucking news here in the United States. What, what's, what's a, What's one thing that like drives you fucking insane uh, that you're seeing today? No, no, no. Let me ask you this before you start. How would you compare the fucking military right now under the current administration compared to past administrations? 
Oh, so the military's. I think it's gotten more politicized over the past eight years since I've been in. So, like, what I've watched transpire has been a huge. It went from taking care of the mission, you know, taking care of your people, making sure everything's getting done to, oh, well, we got to make sure we're meeting all these criteria. And then, well, how's your feelings? Well, I mean, are you able to function? Well, yeah, I'm able to function. I'm, able, I'm doing the fucking mission every day. Like, wh- what are you trying to get at? And they're like, well, are you, are you okay with what's going on? <laughs> oh, God. So, I, I you know... It, we, you know, we we won't tell the the general public in in how how we first met because it's a very funny story, but uh, we won't go there for your sake. Um, I mean, we 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 still laugh about it today. I mean, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I uh, I would consider that day is is how our friendship started. <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, no, no. It didn't start that day. It started like a year after when I ran ran into you at the gym, and I'm like, "Weren't you that guy?" And you're like, "I was." And I'm like, "Hey, oh, <laughs> exactly my fucking point." But <laughs> dude, we still laugh about that to this day. That's the great thing about the military, though. It's like you can legitimately develop fucking friends anywhere at any time for anything and uh dude i i honestly don't think that i'll ever forget that especially you know with you having with you know being with you being one of my best friends um oh dude i still i still laugh about it like so i won't go into detail obviously but you know i i told my girlfriend that story and she fucking lost it dude she lost it cracking up and i know i know we've had snapchat conversations and stuff like that regarding it but uh dude i you know it's it that's the great thing about the military you know and so uh you know towards the end of my time you're absolutely right it was we were having i swear to god we were having fucking training or some group therapy training essentially is what it was or group therapy sessions uh i swear to god like every three to six months on on people's fucking feelings and it's it's like are you guys fucking kidding me right now isn't our job to like you know kill bad people kill terrorists and and whatnot and the military only cares about fucking feelings now dude it's insane man I just work here for the time being. It pays the bills until I get out. <laughs> I think we all got to that point. Um, dear. Yeah, because I'm actually about to have a, a feelings meeting tomorrow. I got to come off leave and put on a uniform and go in and have a conversation about feelings. Come tomorrow. Oh, my God. Of course. Of fucking course, dude. Jesus. It's it's Love it. <laughs> like I, I I made a joke and they're like, do you need to go to mental health? And I'm like, no, this is just me. I'm good. And they're like, are you sure? And I'm like, 
yeah, I'm really fine. Like, it's just a joke. Don't take it serious. And like one of my master sergeants got real upset. And I'm like, you just got to figure your people out and then you can kind of gauge whether or not they need to go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, you know, that is one thing that I've always said is like a good leader. And this, this applies to business too, uh, in the civilian world, a good leader knows their people and understands kind of who their people are. No, I'm not saying that you have to be best friends and going out and being fucking drinking buddies, but you, you should be developing a profile, uh, essentially on how somebody operates daily and, and, and their mood and their ideas and, uh, morals, because it says a lot because when something oversteps what a what what that person normally does, then you should be asking those questions. You know, uh, oh, yeah. it, it'd be just like you know if I came in and was having a rough day PTSD wise and was on fucking rampage mode. You know that'd be something I could totally understand. Be like, hey man, are you good? And be like, I'm just, you know, I'm fucking on edge today, and. And that's a difference between, and that be being a leader that would be like, hey, do you want to go talk about it? And fuck, dude, I can't tell you how many times, how much better I feel when I can go into somebody's office and just fucking rampage, just let everything out. And and as a leader, you don't even have to sit there and say anything. You just have to listen. Because there are times where people just want to let shit out without, hey, send them to mental health because, you know, they're having an episode today. How about being a good fucking leader and just let that person just fucking let go for, you know, uh, five to ten minutes? I bet you they're going to feel a hell of a lot fucking better in the end. And, and, and everything will be solid. You know, uh, instead of this group therapy session where, uh, hey, let's go make sure that your feelings are okay. Uh, look at the signs and symptoms of knowing when to go to mental health. Yeah. And that's the thing is, you, like most people just, you know, you have your off days, you know, you just want to yeah. get your shit out. And then like, you know, someday you just wake up on that side of the bed and you're just like, fuck the world, you know, but I guess still got to go to work, you know? Yeah. And, and you just have an off day. And, and, the, and there's, especially in the military, there's a lot of times that are like that. Uh, you know, there's, there's plenty of days we in the military experience just like what everybody does in the civilian world. Yeah. There's days where we wake up, we're like, fuck, I don't want to go to work. You know, you may love your job, but everybody goes through it. Everybody wakes up one day cause they had say a bad night of sleep and they're like, man, fuck, I don't want to go to work today. I fucking hate going to my job. Well, yeah, it's because you fucking didn't sleep well and you may have a bunch of shit on your mind. You know, there's there's a lot of outside stressors uh, within the military that a lot of people don't don't understand, especially in the civilian world, uh, because in the civilian world, everything is is very individualized. Uh, and that's understandable. Uh, but in the military, you don't have that option. Like you got to show the fuck up to work or, you know. Nobody wants to end up in fucking the federal pen. Yeah, like they're gonna kick your ass out, or your or or worse. And uh, 
it's just that's just one of those one of those things and and people really don't understand that so it it really does come back to uh you know people have their good days and they have their bad days uh just because they wake up and have a bad day doesn't mean that oh god they're gonna go out and fucking destroy everything legitimately in their in their path uh i do like to think that a lot of people in the military do have some self-control and and self-discipline because you learn that in basic training regardless of service but um it's it's one of those things so um yeah man I gotta get a drink here, dude. Go get you a drink, bud. It's, uh, uh, dude, fuck. What, uh, so what, what's your plans post military besides, you know, doing the, the business stuff? You gonna, you gonna go to the big city? You gonna, you know, roll out to the country? What, if, what's, I'm, uh, I don't really know yet. I'm gonna figure that part out as I go. Yeah, uh, probably. I know when I touch down, I gotta get. I gotta fly into St. Louis, pick up my truck, drive to Tennessee, pick up all my shit, get a storage unit, give them the address, and drop all my shit off into the storage unit. Drive to Mississippi, put a new roof on my rental property, and then start looking for more rental property, and then thought i don't know probably find me like i've been debating on getting a bunch of land and probably just getting a fifth wheel or like a a giant camper and living in that for a little bit and then saving up some money for like one of those like sheet metal houses or whatever like the like like the barn homes or whatever yeah like those things yeah yeah dude that's uh that's what being the uh uh the girlfriend slash wife want to uh are working on right now so I feel you, man. Do you do you think that once now let me ask you this. Do you think it's do do you think the military puts you I don't want to say a predicament because I don't think that's the right answer. Uh do you think it's one of those things where you've dealt with so much bullshit over time that you're just tired of fucking people, regardless of of, of what's currently happen happening in the civilian world? Where you just want to fucking be away from people. Mm. Uh, uh, mm. <laughs> did I did I blow your fucking mind there? With <laughs> a little bit. Um, I think you never thought about it like that, have you? No, I haven't. I think I'm probably like. So most of the my peers that I grew up with, like people I've seen, like from like growing up as a kid to like high school and everybody graduated and like went to college and shit. I got friends that are fucking like have bachelor's degrees and that are running like rental car, rental car shops and shit like that. And aren't doing shit with their lives. Cause they all decided to get business degrees and everything else. And then I got certain friends that are like in trade schools and I'm over here in Korea and spent the last like eight years of, you know, my good, good years of my life battling with military bullshit and trying to do cool guy shit and dude so I think, good, no go ahead sorry i think i'm just ready for like a change of pace probably slow it down a little bit yeah yeah dude and 
and I'll tell you this, this is definitely, uh, I can tell you from my experience. Now you've been eight years, you said, yep. so I've been in literally just two and a half, three years longer than you have, honestly. Um, and, and, and you've deployed and stuff like that. And, and we've obviously had different, uh, deployments. Yeah. Um, but but you're absolutely correct and in a sense and, and for me personally and i'm in the same boat is that you know it's one of those things where like dude i just want to be left the fuck alone to live my own goddamn life and and here's and and, and to to counter back on what you said you know the one thing that i did learn uh especially is I'll tell you this and I'll tell you this from experience, man, you can't, you can't compare yourself to your peers given your age, because what, what you and I have done and what countless millions have done is what, you know, billions haven't done. Uh, you know, what is there fucking, is there 33 billion people in the United States or some shit like that? I can't, I can't remember that. Yeah. I can't remember the the actual numbers, but, but you got to think about that too, in the sense of where we're essentially, we're now, it used to be 1% of the, of, of the United States would serve the U S military. And I would say it's, it's under 1%. Now I would say it's probably fucking 0.5 or 0.8% of have, have actually served in the military. And dude, I was right there with you. I've, I've compared myself and even, even after getting out and through different uh, times, you know, and like with all my, my injuries and the fucking pain that I deal with and shit, I'm like, fuck, was it really worth it? But I'll tell you this uh, from experience. You've gained experience from a real world perspective that other people will most likely never get in a lifetime. Oh, yeah. 100%. I wouldn't change it for the world, but I'm, I think it's more of I'm ready to, instead of having somebody to tell me what I have to do, I make the choice myself yeah. and I go get after it myself. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing is like, yeah, you know, I, uh, funny, funny and interesting story. Uh, when I went to go help my buddy move from Phoenix to Idaho, uh, there actually was a guy that I went to high school with that I haven't seen since high school. This is all the way back in 2003. Um, cause he was a year ahead of me that graduated, uh, a year ahead of me. I haven't seen him since, um, you know, and, and the thing of it was, was like, you know, he was, he was marrying, he was living his life and stuff like that and, and whatnot. And he very, very success, successful, you know, good on him. But the, the thing that I found very interesting was the fact that I said, you know, he asked me what I'd been up to. And I said, you know, I went to the military, uh, did some shit, saw some shit, you know, deployed. He was more fucking interested in what I had done in the military 
than what he had done since he got out, since graduated from high school and college. And, and, That's crazy. And, and I think that applies to a lot of people in the sense that, you know, you get a lot of fucking people that it, just like that, a lot of people, you know, they, they thank us for our service and this and that. And, and we kind of, a lot of us take it with a grain of salt in the sense of, Hey, you know, we chose this job. We, we dedicated our lives, our bodies and, and everything else to it. Um, you know, I, I, I really, I take it with a grain of salt because I chose this job and I chose, uh, the things that I did. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of it. And, and don't get me wrong. There's definitely times where I'm like, fuck man, especially dealing with pain when I have a really fucking rough day with like PTSD. I'm like, Jesus Christ, was it, was this really worth it? And all the end. And I go back and forth because at the end of the day, I mean, the military and the deployments and all the bullshit really made me who I am as a person. And, and honestly, I, I truly think that if, if I didn't go in the military, dude, I'd still be a giant fucking pussy, you know, uh, don't get me wrong. I'd work my ass off, but I still, I feel like I wouldn't know what the fuck to do with myself. You know, uh, I could still be, you know, I'd most likely be doing construction or concrete or something like that. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's a very hard job and it pays very well for the most part. But I, I honestly feel like I wouldn't be fulfilled personally like I am now where it's like, dude, man, literally like I, I, and this is not to toot my own fucking horn. This is just part of the job that I had. I mean, dude, there's countless fucking lives that I've saved doing what I do. Uh, and, and there's a lot of good people that got to go back home to their fucking families because of what I did. Uh, and to me, it's like, Hey, I was just doing my job, you know? And, and, and I'm sure there's, there's nurses and doctors and, and people out there that could probably say the same thing, but there's also those that are like, Hey, I'm a fucking nurse. I'm a paramedic, man. I'm, 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 you know, I play God. Well, you're always going to have that people with, uh, yeah, you're, you're (laughs) absolutely right. Uh, and it's the same way with, and the one thing that drives me absolutely fucking insane surgeons, surgeons think they're like, they are gods. They, they think they're gods and they're God's gift to life. Uh, I hate to tell them they're not, uh, while yes, you may uh, certainly save somebody's life. Uh, nobody makes you God. Uh, nobody says, uh, really the only person that gets to decide that is God himself or her, whoever the fuck you believe in, uh, that determines when it's your time to go and when it's not. And so, um, you know, I, I, I looked back quite a few times myself and was just like, dude, man, was this was this actually the smart decision? And and every time I go back and be like, you know what? I really wouldn't change it. I, I wouldn't because it made me who I am today. Um, you know, 
the the happiness, even though I didn't see it personally, uh, you develop bonds and shit like that in the military that you can't develop it anywhere uh, in 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 the free world uh, per se. You just you just can't. You know, uh, <laughs> you just, you just fucking can't, uh, and I, in a, in the friendships and shit like that, that you develop, um, you, you can't, uh, you can't replace that, you know? So yeah, that's, that's my fucking two cents on a man. Don't, don't, don't dwell on that because all it's going to do is eat you alive. Uh, all you can do is, is move forward now and think of it as, Hey, it's a, uh, it's a new start. You can be whatever the fuck and whoever the fuck you want to be now, you know? That's the plan. Yeah. That's, that's the fucking plan. Okay. Uh, so now we're going to talk about some, some random shit. So we were just kind of talking off, off, uh, air or off recording, however you will, uh, you're making no, don't church this up, dirt. You were just talking about how you were on a bowling league and trying to make it sound cool. Hey, I'm gonna tell you something right now, okay? Because I, I, I get that you're like a big city folk and all. Uh but let me tell you something. When you live in Iowa in fucking rural state Iowa, uh in the middle of winter when it's fucking, you know, twenty below zero, what else do you do when the sun goes down at fucking four o'clock in the afternoon? What do you do? Fuck. Oh, okay. Because that sounds, you know, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with, you know, fucking the shit out of your, your wife or girlfriend, but that's how babies are produced. And I'm not always trying to produce babies. So you got to do something. It makes these things for, called condoms. They've been around for a long time. I mean, you're and not, also women have like 42 different kind of so I mean, you're, I digress. You're 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 not wrong, but listen, uh, I enjoy bowling. It's but it, dude, it was fucking like I hadn't bowled in fucking twenty years. Uh, no, I'll take that back. Fucking fifteen years since I had joined the military, and and so when I I got back on a Thursday night, which was the bowling league night. My brother wanted me to come down and say hello to all the guys and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, cool. No problem. Come down. And uh, the the team that I ended up being on, they needed an, an extra guy because uh, their other guy couldn't make it on Thursday nights any longer. And so I was like, yeah, fuck it. You know, not a big deal. I'll bowl. And dude... I listen, I don't have shoes. I don't have my own fucking balls, uh, besides the balls yeah. that I retain within my body. Um, and so I was using, you know, other people's, uh, bowling balls and stuff. And I was like, fuck it, whatever, I'll, whatever happens, happens. I'm just here to have a good time. The first time bowling in fucking 15 years, dude, I bowled over a 600 and so that was that was and how many games three okay three so that's that's pretty goddamn good bowling for the first time in 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 15 years uh but i tell you what dude i paid the price like i was fucking crying in those first like month dude if i didn't take my meds prior to going there 
Like I think the second week and even the week after I was going in every five, 10 minutes, like throwing up because I was in so much fucking pain uh, from my back. Yeah. I was like fucking crying, <laughs> like thrown up. And especially by the time we got to the third game, I was like puking because I was in so much fucking pain uh dude my back but dude yeah man i mean it's fun dude it's honestly there's there's two types of bowlers man uh when it comes to leagues you've got like the people that think they're gonna be fucking pba bowlers tomorrow and then you've got people that are like i'm here to drink and get fucked up i'm i'm the guy that's there to get to drink and get fucked up and have a good time uh i try wrong with that I, I I try not to take it too serious because uh, let's be honest. One, I'm 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 never going to be a professional. I don't take bowling that fucking seriously. It's it's fun. It's great when you you know honestly bowl really well. But uh, at the same time, it's not going to be my fucking day job for fuck's sake. I'm not going to be a pro golfer tomorrow. You know, I could sit there and golf as many times as I want, but I'm not turning pro tomorrow. Fuck. Even though I was really close early in my in my military career, I will tell you that I was I a Tiger Woods. Calm down. Hey, listen, I was a fucking five point six handicap, uh, and actually qualified for the U.S. Open for the uh, the very first qualifying stage back in uh, two thousand nine. Uh, for the U.S. Open, so I was definitely trying. I was pretty goddamn good at golf, but I played golf every fucking day when I got the chance. Whether that well, be- if you get back into golf and you need a was it a caddy? Yeah, oh dude, come golf. on, man. Uh, I, 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 you'll be the first person I call because guess what? I'm gonna make sure that we're gonna have the little shooters in the bag. And no, we'll be shotgun and bush lattes <laughs> on the side. <laughs> Fucking sh- shotgun and bush light, dude. You know, you know what would be really funny is we just somehow fit a 24 pack in the golf bag and we'll just go around handing it out to fans as we walk along the course. I mean, that right there would make you a fucking millionaire just on top of it, you know? Just like stone cold some fucking beers in the middle after you like sink a putt and just like catch them both and just like hammer them. No, dude. Fucking ain't right. I I mean, honestly, uh, you know, it's the one thing about the PGA that I don't really understand is that it's the Professional Golf Association. All right, listen, you're telling me that there's not a guy out there that doesn't want to go besides John Daly because we all know about John Daly. Uh, you're telling me that there's not a golfer out there that doesn't want to go shotgun a beer with a fucking fan. Are you, are you kidding me? Fuck? I would. That's an actual thing. What? You can't do that. Oh dude. The, the PGA rules are fucking ridiculous, dude. It's like, you're a, a stuck up fucking wall street trader with, with a stick up your ass and if you fucking do anything now, I will say this, the Phoenix open, uh, which is fabulous is at TPC, uh, Phoenix or TPC Scottsdale. I can't remember which TPC it is. Um, but dude, it's like a, it's like the party fucking tour event of the year. 
like you go there. So on hole 16, hole 16, it's on a stadium course. So uh, think of it legitimately like a baseball or football stadium where the seats wrap all the way around, but they go up. And the year that I went, dude, there was like fucking, there was probably, this was just after the, the pandemic. Dude, there was probably fucking 300,000 people on on legitimately at the course, but at hole 16, which is a, it's a par three. It's known historically for being the, the, the greatest hole in golf. Um, because legitimately, if you sink a hole in one, uh, everybody there will throw beer out onto the course. Um, and everybody's like hooting and hollering when you tee off because I mean it's it's it is one of the most fun atmospheres that you could possibly ever be in in golf. And I dude, it's it's a fucking giant party. Like legitimately. And anytime somebody if somebody sinks a hole in one, oh my god, dude, it's crazy. It shows up on Sports Center, it's on fucking videos across the internet. It's fucking crazy. Um, but all the other courses, oh God, dude, no, any other event, fuck, everyone's like so proper and like, you can't drink too much and any one to a hockey game. Oh dude, I've been to countless hockey games. Are you kidding me? Motherfuckers are drunk, fighting in the stands, fighting in the parking lot. Nobody gives a shit. Dude, (laughs) I love fucking hockey games. I'm a, I'm a giant St. Louis blues fan and go penguins. I, uh, fuck you. Uh, I, uh, I tell you what, the, the fucking, the hockey games are a blast, man. I love NHL hockey. It's so fast compared to, to regular hockey. When I say regular hockey, I'm talking about like college hockey and, and whatnot. Uh, funny enough, they had, when I, when I was in Mississippi, they had, the Southern, what was it? Like the Southern shootout or some shit like that. And me and a buddy went and watched, I think it was four five or six different schools in the South play hockey against each other. We drank a 12 pack between both of us at the, at the Coliseum down there. And by, by the third game, we were like, it's time to go. That's how bad it was down there. Uh, oh yeah, and the parents are like getting into it, and they're yelling at their fucking kids. Oh dude, and, it's like they're yelling at each other, like uh, it's the fucking parents' fault that their kids are shitty. Like we were, so I remember this distinctly. We were watching, so um, I think it was Mississippi State that showed up, and they they sh- the whole hockey team showed up in like fucking suits and shit, like shirt and tie and and jackets, and then you've got fucking. Um, oh God, what's that university down in New Orleans? That's big. Oh God. That's like, a oh fuck. I can't remember it, but it was like Mississippi. No, not LSU's in Baton Rouge. Um, I don't remember. Fuck. I I can't, I can't remember. But anyway, it was like. It was like two bigger schools. It was like Mississippi State um, and somebody else. And then it was like a bunch of smaller schools 
And dude, it was like watching club hockey, man. I could have gone out there and fucked more shit up than those. The the score of the Mississippi State Marshall. Marshall, that's who it is. Marshall. Yeah. Uh the score of the Mississippi State Marshall, it was like fucking eight to two. And I was like, dude, we gotta go because I'm falling asleep here from drinking too much beer. Uh, this game is not exciting. Like I could go out there and fuck those guys up better than than watching this team play. Um, but yeah, you're dude. I'm telling you, fucking the PGA is so stringent. Like you know, it's not. It's a hundred percent not like Happy Gilmore. You know, granted, yeah, Happy Gilmore is a fucking movie. But if I'm a professional golfer making millions of fucking dollars a year, dude. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go out there and have a beer with my fans. Because guess what? That's with only going to make me your like, paycheck. Dude, it's only going to make me make more money. You know? It's like I'm going to walk walk along the holes and just hand out fucking beers to everybody as I walk along. Fuck yeah. Oh, no. Can't do that. That's unprofessional. <laughs> Can't somebody like a cigar be like, here, bud, let's fucking smoke. All right. Let's, let's, let's do this. Um yeah, man. I mean, it's it's fucking the PGA is a fucking joke because I mean, obviously they only care about their their sponsors and shit like that. But like, dude, like you gotta have fun doing what you're doing. If I'm getting paid thousands and millions of dollars to play a fucking sport that I love, I'm gonna have fun doing it. Nobody wants to be a stuck up asshole playing a fucking something that they love doing. You know. I wouldn't. Are you fucking kidding me? Shit. Oh, I couldn't do it. Yes. I, don't know, I can get into like some dirt track. That stuff gets wild too. <laughs> what do you mean, like dirt track, dirt track, dirt track racing? Well, like dirt bikes, fucking stock cars. Like, what are you talking? Both of them get crazy. No, oh, they do. You get a wreck. You got two grown men out there throwing hands, and the entire pit crew's out there <laughs> going at it. Dude, I will say when I came back, I didn't know this, um, but they have snowcross. You know what snowcross is, right? And then where they like they stud the tires for the the motorcycles. No, so that's the motorcycle like snowcross, but they have actual snowcross for uh, sleds slash snowmobiles. What? Uh, yeah, yeah, they have legitimate racing just like dirt bikes do. And I watched a couple of races when I came home. It's basically a Midwestern, like, Northeast thing. But, dude, it's crazy fucking awesome to watch. Um, Because, obviously, the, the Midwest and the Northeast get the most snow in the United States for the most part, uh, yeah. beside the Rockies. Uh yeah dude it was it was cool to watch like some fucking dope ass fucking sleds that have a whole bunch of power and they and they race just like dirt bikes do they just it's on snow i'd rather do snow than fucking dirt that's for goddamn sure my body hurts too much oh come on now Gotta have that little like the what if of i could die doing this Uh, that's like that country power like backcountry fucking powder. That'd be nice to have, though. I will tell you that. There isn't a whole lot in this world that be- that beats uh, powder. 
uh, that powder snowman. It's like all the coke you could ever want in your life. Um, yeah, I went snowboarding here, and I guess this year was just a shitty year for fucking snow or whatever. And it was all that man-made stuff, and it was just oh, really? It was hard. Yeah. So was it was it mostly like ice? Yeah. Yeah. So that's 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 the thing that I've noticed is that when you don't get a legitimate snow, uh, a lot of the man-made shit end up freezing, and it turns into just like a sheet of like a like you're snowboarding a, on a fucking glass essentially. Uh, yeah, that shit hurt. Yeah, dude, I've been there. I've I've been there, man. Uh, uh, there's been countless times where I've snowboarded on fucking glass and my God, dude, my hip was so black and blue afterwards. It was retarded. Is there, is there, yeah. is there only how many resorts are there in South Korea? Oh, there's a lot. Is there really? Uh, oh, oh yeah. Like I'm saying me and a bunch of buddies, we went to one and then there was, I think there's like, 15 or 20 plus what the fuck really yeah like snow sports are big here in the winter holy shit dude yeah there's a shit ton it was fun like the first time i went i'm pretty sure i broke my ass because i fell too much <laughs> but like the second time i went and i was like going down so they don't do it by like diamonds or whatever they do it by like colors Oh, okay. So you get like the blue, the green, the yellow, orange, and red. Yeah. And so we went, I think we went for like a fucking week. And like our last day there, I was going down a red, but I was like skirting it and breaking real hard for the majority of it. Now, were you renting a board or? Yeah, I rented a board. Yeah, dude, they don't fucking... They they don't sharpen those edges on a lot of those round boards, dude. It was a dovetail. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Usually, usually you only do dovetails in fucking powder, though. That's the, the, yeah. You usually only do dovetails in fucking powder. Yeah. I know. What the fuck? Why? Why the fuck did you get a dovetail board if you're riding on glass, dude? Why not? What? Why? You live once. You only. Oh my god, dude! This is like my second time. Like, that is your buddy was like, "Are you sure you want to do this?" And I'm like, <laughs> "You're doing it. I'll do it. Fuck it." Oh my god, dude! If not, I'll be unclipping my feet and we'll be carrying this thing down the mountain. Oh, dude! I'm. Yeah. Hey, you live and you learn. I guess. Uh, yeah, no, dude, you don't want to fucking dovetail on glass. What the fuck is wrong with you? That's like, that's like, hey, let's go to the state, the fucking skate park with a fucking longboard, man, and do some tricks. That's not going to end very well for you. Hey, I didn't get hurt. Well, hey, yeah, but you were sore as fuck, weren't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Now, the question was, would do now are they like american resorts where you can like get alcohol and stuff or no yeah oh really oh dude dope oh yeah like uh they had like i want to say at the resort we were at we were at hot one resort i think that's what it was and then they had like so their convenience stores are kind of like 
like a like a mini Walmart almost. What? Like anything and everything you could have, like is in their little like convenience stores, and they had like little bottles of like Jack Daniels, Hennessy, vodka, Malibu. Um, they even had soju, and there was a whole bunch of like different beers. Dude, that's awesome as shit, man. Yeah, oh my God. See, I, I, I do hope that uh, uh, when when the girlfriend goes back in the Marine Corps, that you know we do get somewhere overseas because I fucking dude, I just I want to go back to traveling again and uh, see the world again and experience the world again and do awesome shit like that, man. Fuck. That's cool. Did you go anywhere outside of? Have you gone anywhere outside of Korea since? Or you just uh, no, they Korea? just recently lifted the the travel ban, so oh, really? trying to leave like trying to leave country was kind of a pain because uh, it was a huge nightmare trying to leave the country. And then I was going to take a med tour, but then I was like, nah, because I was going to go back home. But plane tickets are like. $1,800 to two grand. I'm like, I'm not paying that much money. Yeah. Fuck that shit, man. Holy fuck. Could you even get yeah, on? I was looking, could you even get on what? like a fucking hopper? Like yeah. a military hopper? Yeah. How much, was, was, how still, much was that? Was that still quite a bit? Like 200 bucks. $200? Yeah. Dude, what the fuck? Why didn't you do that? travel restrictions into certain countries because I was looking at going to Australia but Australia has like the strictest yeah, at the time uh, they travel like, restrictions yeah. and I'm like fuck dude that would have been awesome I, I do kind of hope that uh, we do get fucking that would be awesome to be stationed in Australia not gonna lie um, but dude that's yeah Australia was a fucking shit show during COVID so that's that's not surprising well, I mean, I still is. What are you talking about? Huh? It still is. What are you talking about? Well, yeah, you're you're not wrong about that because they're they're still deciding if they want to lift fucking travel restrictions and shit like that over there. So you're not wrong about that. I will tell you that. Yeah, we're going to. I think yeah, me and a bunch of buddies planned a trip to go to Jeju. It's known as the the Hawaii of Korea. It's like an island right off the the most south point of Korea. So, when are you are you supposed to do that soon? Or yeah, we fly out Friday. Oh, dude, man, take some fucking pictures and send them to me. You fuck. That'd be dope okay. to see, man. I would love to see that shit. See, yeah, so see that's that's the cool thing about the military is you do get to travel and see some shit and take really awesome pictures that you would have never probably gotten to do you know in the civilian world because it would have cost you five thousand fucking dollars to go oh yeah absolutely you know that's cool man that's fucking dope whip this bitch all right let's whip this bitch um all right man the floor the floor is yours say say talk talk dude just talk talk about whatever the fuck you want to talk about man Oh no! The floor is mine, huh? Yeah, the floor is yours, man. Let it let it rain. Oh, before we start though, I do 
I, I will give you a warning. Hopefully, the veteran affairs in in Tennessee is going to be better than it is here in Iowa. Uh, point in case, I, I finally had a complete MRI done on my back because I was like, look, the military has basically said, oh, your back's fine. Just go to physical therapy. There's no need for an MRI. And, and so, finally, the doc that I saw uh, at the VA here in Iowa I said, look, I've done everything. You know, I, I've done physical therapy for years. I've, I've done this and that. My back is still fucked up. My back should not still be this fucked up. And so they did an MRI and I had stenosis in my, in my neck. Uh, my lower back had a bulging disc in my neck and my, and a three quarters protruding disc in my lower back, which would, you know, from a medical standpoint, uh, really diagnose the, the pain that I've been having and the numbness and tingling that I've been having in my lower legs as well. So anyway, what the fuck? That's crazy. Yeah. So they, that's funny you brought that up because they just did. So I was having, so I've had, I've torn my, my labrum and my rotator cuffs. I want to say, say like two or three years ago. And they ended up taking a, an x-ray to see if there was any like bone on bone or whatever. Yeah. And it, they got my spine in the shot and my spine is 23 degrees out of whack. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and that's the thing is, it's like the and they're you like, know, you're fine, you're yeah, fine. Yeah. You're physical therapy. Yeah, and and that's exactly what the Air Force told me. It's like, oh, you're fine. You just go to physical therapy, and you know, it, here's a really funny thing is, I'm I'm pretty sure I understand medicine quite a bit more intrinsic than you do. Uh, uh, not saying that you don't understand it, but you know, that's that's kind of like yeah. what I did in the military um yeah. you know and and it's like dude i understand medicine enough that and i know my own body enough when when i start losing feeling in my lower limbs my lower extremities um my my back is not okay now granted you could drink alcohol to a point where you can develop uh, essentially almost like neuropathy in the legs, but you have to drink a lot of alcohol and basically be an alcoholic to develop that neuropathy in the legs. I don't drink enough alcohol to develop that neuropathy. Um, and so, you know, I, I fucking, <laughs> so the MRI, you know, said what it said in the radiologist. Now, here, here's the here's the kicker. I don't know uh, virtually any real radiologist that don't know what the fuck they're talking about or what they see. Uh, and I'm pretty sure no one else has either. Uh, I regard radiologists as being very, uh, very knowledgeable about the human body, uh, especially when it comes to the spine. Because as a radiologist, you got to be able to pick out fucking everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's your job. You read imaging and you see what you see and you dictate on the report of what you're seeing. Uh, so doctors understand, you know, what is what is there or what is potentially there. And so I had this and 
uh, the VA had referred me to a neurosurgery clinic. Well, the fucking neurosurgery clinic uh, at the VA forgot that I was in the goddamn waiting room. Uh, and I was pissed. And so they referred me to the University of Iowa, which is right next door. Um, and so I went there last week and I had this, this doc come in and he walked in and granted, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was from Japan. Uh, there was a huge language barrier there, but he walked in and was like, your spine is fine. No stenosis. Just go to physical therapy. I said, what the fuck? And the, the, the part that pissed me off the most. And I said, I, and I asked him, I said, how is there that big of a uh, discretion between what you're seeing and what the radiologist read? And he's like, I, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. You're fine. Oh, dude, I was so pissed, man. And so yeah. I, I filed a fucking patient advocate complaint complaint with the university, and uh, they called me the other day. Supposedly they're they're sending it to the director of neurosurgery, but you like you've got to be fucking kidding me. I, uh, I was just baffled, and in the University of Iowa. I mean, yeah, it's the University of Iowa. Yeah, I've been a, a lifetime like Hawkeye fan since I've grown up and in regard that medical school is being very good. Uh, that just fucking baffled me, dude. And so I truly hope that you don't go through the same thing uh, because legitimately, I mean, dude, I, I'm telling you that this has to be the worst fucking VA that I have been to in the entire United States, where to the point that I have contacted my senators here in the state of Iowa three times now. I've been here for six fucking months, almost now, almost six months. Uh, and I still cannot get proper treatment, not only for my back, but they, the VA just canceled my fucking PTSD treatment last week. And, what the fuck? Yeah, and supposedly I'm now on the hook for a thousand dollar bill, uh, because I showed up to an appointment last Monday or Tuesday, and yeah. my therapist was like, um, "Your therapy has been denied now by the VA," and I said, "What, dude? I was so pissed." And 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 thank God that. My my therapist that I have or had, uh, he's an ex army engineer guy. Yeah. Uh, so he's he's been through the shit and he's very very good. I I will a hundred percent say that. But to be said to be told when you show up to an appointment, by the way, your treatment is no longer approved according to the VA. Yeah, that's shitty, dude. Like, are you fucking kidding me? So I pray to God that you don't have to go through anything like that. Me too. That'll be a fun time and a half if I got to do with all that shit. But it, isn't it? I, it's. I find it just ironic that you know the military says you're fine, you're fine, you're fine, and then when you get out and you're like, hey, I've got all these issues. Oh, then they're like, oh no, 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 oh no, no, no. You're 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 actually you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. You don't have any issues. We didn't we didn't fuck you up for the past like several years of your life.
and rob you of all your good years no right and and that's the thing is it's uh, like i tell people you know they're like how old are you and it's like i'm 36 and they're like i'm like honestly i feel like i'm fucking in my 60s just the way that our bodies are beaten uh in the military and and it's it's i mean it's it's one of those deals like dude yeah i can push up a lot of weight on the fucking leg press but i can't do squats i can't do deadlifts that's my only way of getting any type of leg workout without causing immense pain in my back and and to sit there and have a government organization that says oh no 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 uh you're actually fine dude that's a slap in the fucking face your whole job as the veteran affairs is to support and help the veterans that have have given their bodies and minds and everything else to their country to to only but it it really does come back to well it's another government agency that doesn't want to pay out money if they don't have to type of thing you know well yeah welcome to socialized medicine you got all these people that want to have socialized medicine they don't want to pay it well we'll happily take a, a tax increase if you just Pay my medical insurance, and this is what socialized medicine gets you. And and you're not wrong. And I do think it's funny how, uh, you know, everybody, everybody in the civilian world compares the rest of the world and how we should have, you know, essentially socialized medicine and and, and Medicare or Medicaid uh, free for all, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but but. A, a lot of those people do fail to understand uh, when they compare us to other countries in the world. Our population is three times the size of a lot of those countries in the world. Uh, and we have a lot more issues to take care of here in the United States than they have to worry about over there. Uh, you know, we got a multitude of shit. Not only our our, our defense... Uh, in ensuring that Russia doesn't invade your fucking country and we send you billions of dollars of aid to, you know, somehow, uh, you know, protect you, even though you may or may not be a NATO country. Uh, hashtag. Um, <laughs> low-key plug. <laughs> yeah, low-key plugs. Uh, they want to send all this money to these fucking countries to help take care of them, but yet they don't even want to pay their own fucking veterans that gave their fucking lives to defending shit like that. Yeah. Uh, dude, it's baffling. So now I, I have to wait another fucking month now until I get seen again by the fucking VA uh, just for my goddamn back. That's wild. So I, I I pray, I fucking pray that you don't have to go through the same shit. Hopefully the VA in, in Tennessee, wherever you go, is, is going to be uh, fucking a lot better than uh, than, it here, than it is here in Iowa. Because that, that shit drives me fucking insane, dude. Fucking insane. And you'll figure it out because they're going to be like, oh, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Motherfucker, my tax dollars are paying your fucking salary. Your job is not to sit there and just say, I'm fine. Your job there is to fucking help me. 
Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, that's just my personal view on it. It's it's one of those things where it's like, dude, you're you're gonna sit there and collect a sixty thousand dollar fucking salary to tell me I'm fine when you didn't do anything to tell me I'm fine. Get the fuck out of here, man. We're gonna be those two old guys like shuffling around like Hardee's or Carl's Jr., <laughs> like getting our coffee and shit, like bitching about how the beer's fucking Yeah, most likely. I mean, shit. I mean, fuck. You, you, you got to think about it. Uh, I mean, it's it's you know what you described sounds very stereotypical, but what. What those guys that we hear about complaining about are are probably a hundred percent legit. Yeah, and now we get to be the ones to now. Yeah, now yeah, now we're the now we're the next ones in line that get a bitch about the shit, dude. It's it's fucking crazy. They they still haven't fixed it, even though uh, it's been what what fucking years. 80s plus years now since World War II. And and we're still dealing with issues with the fucking veteran affairs. Are you guys fucking kidding me? Like, dude, oh my God. You know, uh I have to ask you this one thing. What's uh, what do you what do you know about Ron DeSantis? The guy from Florida? Yeah. Uh, he was prior Navy. He was jagging the Navy and then, uh, got out and became the governor of Florida. Pretty, uh, pretty base gentleman. Uh, I, I like a lot of his, uh, ideologies that he, uh, he rolls with. I support a lot of the stuff he's doing. Um, yeah. Uh, so that, that would be something that you just told me. He was a jag in the Navy. Yeah. Either Navy or Marine Corps. One of the two, but I'm pretty sure it was Navy. I bet it was probably Navy because Marine Corps falls under Navy Navy. jurisdiction. But what the fuck? Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, So, uh, you know, to I've been and the reason why I've been asking, uh, I asked my other buddy that was on uh, this show the other day, the same thing. Uh, One, he lives in Florida. Uh, He's a little bit older, quite a bit older than you are, but uh the 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 point case that that i'm making with ron DeSantis is that uh has anybody really heard anything negative uh regarding his policies and and the things that he has done in florida i don't think there has absolutely not like look at florida is like Florida is one of the most open states. Florida has, I think, one of the top five growing economies right now at the moment. Yeah. And there's even pictures of all, like, the politicians that oppose Florida and say DeSantis is this. (laughs) They have pictures of them in Florida. Amazing, right? Yeah. Fucking amazing how that works. Um, and, and, And you're absolutely right. I, you know... As as much as I I enjoyed Trump and his policies, I think his policies worked very very well. Uh, I've said that before, um, and I also even said on yesterday's podcast that uh, you know, realistically, I would me if Ron DeSantis was to run 
for president in 2024, uh, there is 100% no doubt that I wouldn't vote for him. Uh, because I I think the guy has a good head on his shoulders. I think he has, one, led his state in a very, very good direction, uh, especially since the pandemic. And, and obviously, the numbers reflect that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, statistics don't lie. Oh, God, my alarm's going off to tell me to get the fuck up because we were supposed to do the podcast at uh, 6 o'clock. Um <laughs> Whoops. Uh, yeah, oops. Well, <laughs> my back woke me up. Fuck you. Oh, my God, dude. Those pictures are dope as shit. Oh, you just not got them? Oh, I just looked at my... I don't ever look at my fucking phone. Oh, my God, dude. That is cool as fuck, man. Was that was that like a everybody giant? that doesn't know he's he just now received the photos from the ski trip? I, uh, dude, oh my god! So was that like on a sheet of glass or what? I mean, there's yeah. a little bit of fucking slushy kind of powder stuff, but dude, that's cool, man! Oh my god, I'm gonna look at these uh, just before I go to sleep here. Um, man, watch those videos you sent me. That's fucking dope, man. Um. I love the glasses. I'm totally getting me a pair of those glasses. I'm not gonna some lie. You do some titties. Dude, bro, I'm gonna get them square framed right up top. I'm gonna rock them. When I start doing videos on Spotify, man, that's what I, that's how that's how I'm gonna rock it, man. <laughs> See how I walk around here is in some jorts and some pit vipers or some over. Fucking jorts. Oh fuck. my god, you did not just fucking say that, man. Jorts. Yeah, yeah. That's how you do it. You got to get some jorts, like cut off fucking jorts. You know, yeah. you know what we need to bring back? Crop house for guys. We need to bring back the the Sophie jorts. Oh, I got the, some. The Daisy Duke jorts, man. That's oh no no no. That's that's a little pushing it. Oh come on, get listen. If you can rock some motherfucking Sophies, you can rock some motherfucking Sophie jorts. Okay. Wear those glasses. I'll wear them. Oh, I'll get the fuck. Oh, dude. Now I just want to fucking go get a pair of George just to cut them off. Just to fucking just to be like, yeah, fuck you, bro. I'll rock these motherfuckers. And it's funny because when I go to the gym, because I, I wear my Sophie's, eh, I would say every other time. And people are like, that dude's here to fuck shit up. And I'm like, hey. Quad bless America, baby. Quad bless America. Yeah. What we're here for. That's right. All right, man. I'm uh we're gonna wrap this up, dude. I think it's time for me to head my ass back to bed. I'm sure it's probably getting close to time for you to head your ass to bed. What time is it there yeah, now? Fourth, uh seven thirty. Yes, seven thirty is gonna come off early. Oh my god, four thirty God. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You gotta wake up. You gotta, you know, get your breakfast in. Oh, you know you what I was gonna to ask gym, you? And then you gotta lift the weights, and you gotta go to work with a fucking like sick ass pump. Oh, I have to ask you. You sent me an image the other day of wearing the. I think you. What do you have? You have those Adidas or Reebok fucking lifting shoes? Yeah, I got the the Reeboks. I think yeah. Yeah. So, do those make that huge of a difference? 
Like now, now understand this. Understand that I don't do squats. Would they help? Like doing say, uh, uh, like say if I was on the fucking leg press, probably not. Really. Um, but it does take it from to making it more of a like a, a quad dominant movement instead of a like hip or a glute driven. That makes sense. Yeah, but don't you want like you want a hip driven? That's explosiveness, though, right? Well, I get that also with like the clings and the the deadlifts yeah, and the snatches right. and everything else too. Dude, I've always wondered that. I've I've asked people before, but I always forget. Uh, thank you, traumatic brain injury. But um, every time I see people wearing that shit, I'm just like, does it does it does it really assist? Does it really help with lifting shit like that? And I don't hey, know about assist, but it shifts the the muscle focus. Well, that's. That's that's what I mean by assist. It's not like, hey, by the way, if you buy these shoes, you're gonna fucking be able to, you know, squat 315 pounds. Uh, it's more or less like, you know, does it does it help with lifting weight like that, especially doing squats? So that's okay. Okay, I'll take your word for it, man. You you use them, I don't. Hey. I'm still rocking my. Oh, by the way, you know the uh, my multicam uh, Ultimas that I've had for fucking ever. Yeah, I remember those from back in the day. Back in the day, dude, they are now at a breaking point. Um, it's now time to get new ones. Uh, essentially, the inside heel has been destroyed uh, to the point where. Uh, one shoe has split all the way down to where the uh, um, loop, the loop handle is. Yeah. The, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Uh, they're pretty much one of them is split all the way down, and the little plastic pieces that are on the back on your heel that provide that support are, dude, they're mm. gone. And so uh, I'm looking at buying some fucking new ones because I love those shoes. Um, but dude, I've put those things through their fucking paces, man. They've been through salt water and blood and fucking weightlifting. It's, yeah, it's finally time to buy some new ones, but holy shit. I can't believe that. Hey, I told you those. What, five years ago? No, six years, dude. Has it been six? Six. Six fucking years I've had those fucking shoes, and they uh, they've done so well. Like I'm, I'm, I'm one of those guys where it's like, dude, I don't want to give them up because I love them so much. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, uh, I'm gonna get some new ones. I think you're gonna like them, though. I think you're really gonna like the design. They have a new design, dude. They have a new design that's like topographical map on them. They have a like a topical graph, fucking Ultima, like dive shoe now, and it's it's amazing. I love them. I'll send you I'll send you pictures when I get them. But uh, that's gonna do it for us, man. Got anything else you want to throw out there for uh, the rest of the world to hear? Um, this is your show, dude. This is your show. It's not my show. We're just here drinking and having a good time, man. Just take personal responsibility. 
for all your actions and just keep being a good human being. Like make sure everybody else is being decent too. I hear you, dude. That's it. Like at the end of the day, where it's all come out in the wash, just be a decent human being. Take care of your shit. Pretty much everybody else takes care of their shit and they'll be fine. There you go. There you go. There that's that's the advice of a of a of a true motherfucking patriot right there, man. Listen, man. Uh as always, we're we're great fucking buddies. I'd love having you on, man. It's it's been great. I hope you had fun with this. Uh oh, yeah. thank you. Thank you, thank you very much for for coming on here, man. I, I enjoy it. I I enjoy this shit. Uh I hope you enjoyed as well. And uh I'm sure there's gonna be many, many future episodes of this going on. So I appreciate it, man. Oh, I don't I don't doubt it. Anytime. Just give me a call. Hey. That's what brothers are for, brother. All right. Stay out of trouble now. Hey. All right, now. All right. That's going to do it for today's newest episode of After Action Review Around the Campfire. Thank you guys very, very much for listening. I appreciate it. If you enjoyed the show, please share it. Uh, Support it. You can certainly support it. Thank you. Shout out to Anchor.fm for hosting the show and Spotify as well. Uh, if you enjoy the show, share it, man. Uh, you guys can go check out the TSR store over at redbubble.com and just search for the Salty Republic and you'll see the new designs and whatnot there. You can buy a lot of cool shit uh, and whatnot. It helps support the stream uh, and whatnot. Uh, and so I, I can't I can't thank you guys enough. But thank you. Thank you very much. Um if you'd like to support us here in the can, you can go to anchor.fm and click on the link. Uh, support it anywhere from a dollar all the way up to, uh, I think it's 10 or $15. I can't remember. Also accepting PayPal donations as well. Um, thank you. Thank you very much. Hope you guys enjoy it. There's going to be more to come, uh, no doubt. And uh, let's make this shit go big. Thank you, guys. Have a great fucking day. Um, Yeah. Have a great fucking morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you may be listening from. Salty fucking Republic. Out. Have a great day, everybody.